Plump Goops podcast. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hot Takes High Stakes, a podcast where hot takes are given at immeasurably high stakes. I'm joined today by Resma, Cameron, and Corey. Say hi, everybody. Hi. Just kidding. I'm joined by their obviously better halves. Would y'all like to introduce yourselves? Okay. I'm Paulina. (laughs) And who is your lesser half? My lesser half is Ryan Resma. Disgusting. Mm -hmm. Chantal? Um, my name is Chantal. My lesser half is Cameron Barth. And last but certainly not least. And I am Anne. I am Corey's better half. Spectacular. This is the Significant Others podcast. If you could not pick up on it by the lack of other males on the screen. I'm ready for an exciting podcast. I hope all of you have brought the hottest takes. However, ooh, let me pull it up. Warm-up take. Thoughts on the fact that you can be overwhelmed and underwhelmed, but not whelmed? I'm whelmed by this question, frankly. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you think of something. I feel like that's a really agreeable take. There's no, okay. there's no hot. It's let's, let's pivot. Let's pivot. What is everybody's email sign off? Like at work or like in general? At work. I'm a big fan of just best regards. Classic. Good. Good. Like, you know, neutral. I have a signature. We have to have a signature. So mine is best, my full name, my title, and my phone number. Phone number like that. Oh yeah, I have like my name and then I have like mine. Like mm-hmm. all my yeah. stuff. But I also, if I'm asking something, I'm a big fan of the thanks in advance because it puts a little pressure. Me on too. You know? So it's like they have to answer now for the classic family. corporate move. Can't say I haven't done it. <laughs> I think for me, it depends on who I'm sending the email to, um, because if it's me and my analysts, I'll like end with a meme or a gif. But if I'm emailing operations, it's a little more serious or sometimes passive aggressive. It depends that day. Depends on how they're doing. I like I either go with the best. There's a person on my team who says thanks, but like sometimes he thanks me in the email and then signs off with thanks. I'm like, that's redundant and stupid. Um, I also don't like him, so that fuels mm-hmm. my my feelings. Some th- thoughts on the email sign off of "You will not take me alive." You know, I can't see. I've seen that one before, but but what are your thoughts? Have you used it before, David? No, but I saw it on Twitter today, and I thought it was hilarious. I need to see the whole email, like read what uh-huh. they about, and then get some more context. You know? Okay. Okay. Nice... If I was on the verge of quitting, like if that was just my boiling point, I'd definitely like be a savage and use that. But 
if I expect to be greeted in the morning the next day, <laughs> I don't know. All right. So you'll keep it in the back pocket. I like that. Just remember it for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. I'm a Excellent. fan of the signatures that go like yours in X. So ironically saying to somebody who's an atheist, yours in Christ or like <laughs> otherwise, you know, yours in rage or whatever it may be. I like it. it. It's different, but it still sounds formal enough to pass. I like that. All right. Well, I think we've all learned some new possible sign-offs. Let's get to the takes, shall we? Would anyone like to go first? All right. (laughs) Fine. I'm thinking of a number between one and three. Paulina will guess first, then Chantal, then Anne. Whoever gets it goes first. I'll go with two. One. And you're going first because the number was three. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Um, I'll start with my hot take that I usually present as a fun fact at like meetings at work. Um, And this take is that I don't believe that hot dogs are sandwiches. I think hot dogs are hot dogs. I think they're their own category. Okay, you're about to unravel. I have this whole theory. David already knows where I'm going with this. I, I very strongly am a believer in the the soup salad sandwich theory that everything can be categorized into one of the three. But I feel like the literal two-hour video about this because I'm, I'm very passionate about this. So I, I, I disagree. I think hot dogs are definitely a sandwich. I, I started that was one of on the first hot take. One of Resmo's first takes on the podcast was soup salad sandwich, like episode two. Oh, he's not even here. He must have taken that from me. But yes, I, I think every food item, like theoretically, is can be categorized as a soup, salad, or sandwich. Wait, and why is it why do you think it's not a sandwich? Like what makes a hot dog a hot dog and not a sandwich? I just like is there when you're thinking about a sandwich, mm-hmm. right? Like there's a lot of different kinds of sandwiches, but they all kind of look the same. But when you think of a hot dog, like is there anything else that looks like a hot dog and you eat like a I say this hesitantly because in my head it makes a lot more sense than it does out loud. But like the toppings for a hot dog are so unique and so specific to hot dogs. But I'm also from Chicago where there's a very specific way to eat hot dogs. So I'm that might be where this is coming from. But you, I've gotten a lot of hate for this. So I'm not How surprised. do you eat hot dogs in Chicago? Celery salt, ketchup, tomatoes. tomatoes? I'm going to be honest, guys. I don't know what else. <laughs> but those are three very common toppings on Chicago hot dogs. I feel like you have tomatoes and sandwiches, right? Right. Or is it more like the bread, like the, the you know, how it's like the bread is one versus two slices. Yeah, that's another thing. Like the hot dog bun technically isn't supposed to be split. But OK, what about like euros then or like pita pockets? Are those sandwiches? I think well. Well, <laughs> I feel like I agree with your take and because, well, 
I think that they are sandwiches because they have layers. I feel like what makes a sandwich is if it has layers. I feel like a hot dog, like it has toppings, but they don't like, they're not an end of, you can't like point them out and like identify them. They kind of just like lay on top of the dog. But if you, for a gyro, like you, you can see like the inside, it has like the meat and the fries. And then, like, the salt. So, like, I feel like there's layers. So, you just very eloquently articulated <laughs> something I've been trying to articulate for, like, a year. So, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's a good one. So, do you think, like, a hamburger is a sandwich? I would much more readily classify a hamburger than a sandwich as a sandwich than I would a hot dog as a sandwich. Yes. Okay. So... Do you subscribe to the soup salad sandwich except asterisk next to hot dogs? Or do you think that things, there are other things that exist out there? I'm going to, I think I need Paulina to give examples, like (laughs) heinous examples of things that aren't soups, but qualify as soups for me to make that judgment. Like cereal. Like that's soup, right? (laughs) You lost her. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I asked for it. Because, so. <laughs> I mean, what's the difference? I guess because it's milk. But, like, soup can be made of a variety of liquids. Milk's just broth. No, I mean, you're right. Yeah. Mm. I hate it, but you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, my like, friends is yogurt a-, a soup? Or, yeah, yogurt would be a soup, right? Yeah. It's, but, like, well... I feel like it depends because if you put a lot of fruit in it, I feel like it depends on the ratio. Like if it's more fruit than yogurt, then that's more of a salad to me. Oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, yeah. Like a yogurt parfait. Well, if it has layers, does that make it a sandwich? But I feel like also just because the yogurt is more like it's the viscosity. You know, it's like I think it's it's (laughs) the viscosity of the yogurt. Because I'm not as much of a believer of the layers. It's more like the... It's the just, bread's it just, end. Yes. It's just more of like a an instinct to me versus rational thought. You know, I'm just like, that's soup. Sandwich. You know? Yeah. Instinct versus rational thought. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a classic debate. Yeah. Now, not to get too far off of Anne's take, but I do need to ask, Paul, you know, like you slap a piece of chicken on a plate. What is that? Just chicken, nothing on it nothing on it i mean i think that that classifies more as a sandwich more than anything (laughs) okay i just needed to know i just needed to know okay so we have a hot dog is not a sandwich i guess i i I forgot y'all will reiterate your takes before we pass them around so Anne, please reiterate your take hot dogs are not sandwiches and do the two of you agree or disagree? I agree. You know, I disagree, but it's because I am standing my ground with my people. Yeah, we knew that out the gate, didn't we? <laughs> All right. I don't have a vote here, but a split decision. A great, a great take there. Something that Resma Resma's probably off screen just fuming right now. He hates your take, but you know. <laughs> It's Resma. What are you going to do? <laughs> All righty. So 
Who wants to go second? You pick. All right, Paulina, looks like you want to go second. Sure. Okay. I don't I don't know if this is necessarily hot, but I feel like it's not talked about enough. So, here's what I'm bringing it up. Okay. So, you know how like on roller coasters and rides and stuff, there's a height minimum. You know, you, you must be this tall to ride. I think spectator events for like the front area should have a height maximum. So if you're really like over a certain height, you should not be allowed in the front of like concerts, you know, various events, you know, like church. I don't know. Anything where there's a stage spectator. Because here's my thing. And I have I have a reason for this. Um, Reza and I went to a concert like a month ago of like one of my favorite bands ever. And we got there super early to get like a good spot right by the stage. And right in front of us were these three like super, super tall dudes who I know for a fact did not even know the band at all. They were like on their phone the whole time, like didn't know any of the songs. And I couldn't see anything because they were just blocking everyone's view. So I'm like, OK, like, come on. If you're like a huge fan, like maybe. But it's like they weren't. I know they weren't even fans because they were just like scrolling on social media the whole time. I'm like, come on. And I know they were blocking everyone's view. So I think if you're super tall, there should be a, an enclosure where you can't go. So that's my thing. What if, like, okay, let's say there's a height maximum, but there's no one, like, I'm just trying to think, because I've been to concert, like, I've been in your position, but also I've seen the people who are really tall, who are, like, in the front blocking my view, but I die hard fans, like, they're literally crying for the artist. Mm -hmm. So, like, what happens then? Like, they were there way before me. So if anything, I'm the bad fan. Yeah. Like, I feel like, well, it's like the thing is like, if you're tall, like you just have a good view, like especially tall, yeah. like even if you're like, if it's view versus just being close, like if I'm talking like simply view, it's like you can see over everyone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Like if you're a good fan, what do the other, the rest of the group think too? Would love the input. I think this is a very valid take. Um, I am pretty tall. <laughs> so How I'm tall are you be unbiased here. Um, I'm 5'10", which is not that tall. Um, but I mean, I guess, I don't know, when I compare myself to a lot of my female friends, I'm like slightly or a lot taller than many slash most of them, um, which is a blessing, probably one of my favorite things about myself. But I feel like I can't fully get behind that take because I would suffer from it. (laughs) But I will take this one step further and say something that might be controversial in that tall men need to stop dating. I'll say heterosexual tall men need to stop dating very short heterosexual women because something about it is just so skeevy to me. Like, if the height difference is, like, huge, like, you know, a foot or something, whatever, that's fine. But, like, he, like you've seen the really, really tall men with the really, really short women. And it's just, like, so, I don't know. It's so creepy. And also, as a tall woman, Corey's tall. Like, I love that Corey is tall. I can wear heels. He's still taller than me. But, like... Just leave the tall women. Leave the tall, the tall women, please. I've tried I'll, short men, and I just can't do it. So, you know, I'll second that as someone who's five eight. 
like there are girls that are like five two and they're like if you're not six foot don't don't talk to me and i'm like come on come on dude be different but yes <laughs> yeah that's that's my tangent on that paulina do you think that like Ticketmaster, when like you go to a concert page should be like how tall are you and then they just like filter out a bunch of tickets okay because i also have like just relating to concerts i also think like especially for like huge artists their tickets sell out really fast like i've always thought there should be like not, i'm not saying like gatekeep but like it's really annoying when people are able to get like front row and stuff just because they have the money when like people are like really big fans and they can't like either get tickets on time or like afford them so i just wish there was a better way to like manage that you know what i mean yeah because like for example if I'm, I'm going to a concert and like i know a couple songs like i don't mind being like you know in the back like whatever but it's just i wish there was a better way maybe not necessarily the height thing like yes that'd be nice if like i didn't have to worry about a gigantic person in front of me but just because you brought that up too like if you're a diehard fan you deserve to be in the front so maybe i should make a little test or like you like yeah, like, you know, how complete the lyric. Yeah. Fun facts. Complete the lyric. I like that. That's kind of the best of both because, you know, mm-hmm. you have also, the diehards. How does Ticketmaster know that you're not lying? I feel like well, it'd be like a it'd be like a thing. quick time based. Like you got like 10 seconds. You can't mm-hmm. be Googling in that kind of time. No, no. Like for your height. Oh, yeah. yeah. You oh, have to go true. in for a physical. Before you get sick. Yeah, send us a physical within the last week. Your driver's license says your height, right? Oh, true. I've also thought, like, in, sorry, go ahead. Oh, so I was going to say, like, what if, so say here's the stage and here's, like, the pit or whatever. There's a section for this height and below and then this height and above. So the tall people can still be by the stage, but with other tall people, so they're not blocking anyone's view. I like that. It's a good compromise. So, like, the only thing is, like, if your friend group is half short, half tall, you might have to split up. But you know, yeah. Well, yeah. if they knew everyone's height in the whole arena, what if, like, for every standing room ticket, they put a little platform under their feet so everyone could be the same height? Hmm. Like, is I, okay, so David, I was thinking efficient. that, like. I went to a concert and it was general admission like uh, back in the spring and I was thinking me and my friend are really short well she's shorter than me she's like five feet and I'm like five two on a good day but it's like like there were really tall people in front of us and we were just saying like I wish there was almost like a little tiered system you know like where we could be I wouldn't mind standing in the back just as long as I saw instead of just like kind of like tilting my head in like a certain way so that I could see through like between two people's shoulders basically like that was my view of the concert. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Short people have to sit in the faraway seats. Thoughts? Annie, you with me? Discrimination. (laughs) Well, in a way, we this whole take was discrimination from the start, right? <laughs> this is true. I but feel you like- have to be really far away. I feel like for it to work, or like high up. Yeah, you just know? throw the short people. Like, don't even <laughs> let them in. Like, who cares about them, right? I feel like maybe this is like a rely on the kindness of your neighbor situation, where 
Like if you're in a concert and you can't see and you like tap the person's shoulder in front of you and you're like, Hey, like you're really tall. I can't see. Can we either like switch? Like, can I go in front of you? Unless you're literally like at the rails at the front, in which case they're not giving up their spot. Mm-hmm. But like in most instances, switching for the tall person won't really matter because they'll still be able to see, but it would make a big difference for you. So if there's no easy way to like set it up before you get in the concert, I guess you kind of just have to figure it out like fellow human to human. But I agree that it's very annoying and unfortunate when like you spend all this time and money and effort, especially if it's an artist that you really want to see and then you're stuck behind somebody who's really tall. (laughs) Yeah. What was the artist that this happened, artist concert that this happened to you for? Oh, this was the the one that that I was talking about. So I'm like, it it was these three like frat dudes. I'm like, there's no way y'all actually listen to their head and heart. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. But they did seem like Texas students. Even at the 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 same concert, they them I actually like kind of asked them to switch because there was this older couple that went for the opener and they were like having a blast. But then when the opener was over, they were like, "What's the name? Like the name of the band playing now?" And they're like, "I don't know." And they were so tall, like right in front of me. So that's when I was like, "Hey, like." Didn't mean over here, but like I'm a big fan. Like, can we switch? And they're like, yeah, of course. But not the other dudes. So. Not I've those seen people dudes. bring heels. Like right in the moment of like when their person is coming on, when their band is coming on, mm-hmm. they just put on their heels and they're like at least four inches taller. Not that I would do that because I'd be really tired, but yeah. I should just bring stilts next time. Sounds like a happy medium to me. All right. Well, Paulina, thank you for presenting your take. Would you please reiterate it for the people? I think this transformed into so many things. I'm just going to say my take is that there should be a better way to organize the height differences at a concert because short people struggle, you know? And what do y'all think of that? Agree or disagree? I agree. I agree. And taking one for the tall person team, falling on her sword. We love to see it. And that brings us to our final take. Chantal, please take us home. Okay. Okay, so my hot take is that cold food is not food. Period. Okay. Cold food is not food? Yeah. Well, this really puts a wrench in <laughs> everything the soup, salad, or sandwich argument. Half of it's not food. And I'm happy to define what I think food is and to give, like, personal stories. Like, I can't, like, it's a personal preference of mine. I can't put anything in the microwave and not hit the two-minute mark. Like, I need it needs to be a scorching for me. <sighs> So, like, are you not a big fan of salads, I take it? Like, stuff like that. Okay, but, so food to me is, like, something that'll keep you full, nourished, energized, content, happy. And every time I eat a salad, I get hungry quickly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Unless it's, like, it's, like, a warm salad with some, with the grain or something. And I would also argue that if it's room temperature, it's fine. Which most salads, like, you know, they tend to be, it's not like they're taking everything out straight from, they like need time to prepare it and stuff. So it gets a little bit room temp, but anything that gets, that like comes straight from the fridge, 
is not food. What about cold pizza? I usually, I can't. I don't think it's food in my opinion. Are you talking about any food, no matter how it's made, or specifically like leftovers that need to be reheated? Or like um, anything, like anything cold? I would say anything that's anything. Interesting. I'm going to be bold. No, see, okay, I agree with your salad take because, like, personally, like, I enjoy eating a salad, but I, I can't ever have it, like, as my meal. Like, I like having it, like, on the side as, like, a starter, but, like, I've never been the type of person, like, eat a whole salad as a meal because, like, I just can't. I get sick of it. Like, I don't know if anyone <laughs> It's so much lettuce. I'm like, I can't. So I agree. <laughs> it's great. It's like a, like a starter or a side, but I agree that that can't be my whole meal because then also I'll be hungry, like, an hour later unless I have some sort of, like big protein or something mm -hmm. i agree with you there for sure but then like so sandwiches was i gonna ask yeah i'm like would you rather do you like like hot subs versus cold like that's what i was gonna ask you know yeah because okay so again room temp is okay but i'm talking about like cold things like i just feel like it congeals together like you can't taste and savor things individually and for me, I feel like that makes me content and that makes me like if I know I'm eating a bunch of different like components, like even that fills me up. But if I'm eating like just one, like even sushi, right, it's supposed to be cold. But even when they serve it to you at a restaurant, it's never frigid or cold. It's like, you know, it's like pretty decent, like room temp. Mm -hmm. But if, even if you if you have it, like, I don't know if you guys have had it. We used to have it in our on our campus, like in the cooler, like in the I don't even know what it's called, like the fridge on our campus. And it felt like a congealed thing, you know, and it just like it felt like I was just like popping in like popcorn at that point. You know, it didn't feel like anything substantial. Yeah. What is something that you have like? list some some things you eat often for like breakfast lunch and dinner okay so for lunch well for breakfast i have um eggs like scrambled eggs and Hot. i have been eating turkey bacon recently which is pretty big because i haven't eaten meat in like or like i've had like um I pescatarian but i haven't had red meat in like five years so i'm like i'm like going back a little bit um so again two hot things hot my coffee i'm drinking hot coffee and then for lunch usually leftovers i'll heat them up like for example today i had a quesadilla i had stir fry or um fried rice the day before hot things and then um for dinner today i had a burger and hot fries mm. i see you know, i see. have a lot of cold things and even if like if i heat it up and then i walk away for a second and it like loses it's like little what is this called the steam the steam then i gotta put you gotta it put it right back I got yep. Do you like you yogurt? want everything boiling? Mm. Basically. Um, yogurt, I don't eat it all the time, but I'll have it like like I'll have it in a smoothie, but for me a smoothie is not food. 
It's a liquid. Yeah. See, I was about to ask it's where like you drink. drink. Yeah. yeah, I was like, do you like your drinks cold then? But I think like that's yeah, warm water, warm cold milk. too. Mm. Well, I used to also have a pitcher. Like, I don't really like really, really cold water. I don't either, actually. It and hurts. so I have, yeah, it hurts. It's also not good for you because it's like it puts your body into shock. So mm. I keep a small pitcher from my roommate who loves cold water in the fridge and one pitcher for myself, like outside on the counter. Very thoughtful. <laughs> Thank you, Anne. I'm trying to think of the last cold food I had. I know this is a good take because honestly, like you're right, because it's like things that I thought were cold are more like room temp. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of what's something that I eat like straight out of the fridge or like I had cereal for breakfast, cereal and milk. That'd be I'd define that as cold. Yeah. I suppose. I'll defer you, to Chantal. But you could also say you could drink that. Like if it like True. becomes like really mushy, like it's not like a solid. What about ice cream? Mm. It's a liquid if you think about it. Like just a frozen even liquid. A little bit. Oh, you might have lost me on that one. I don't know if frozen I consider ice think- cream. Like it can melt, but when you eat it, I don't know. I don't know. Because it can also have things in it. Like it's not just the ice cream. It can have like frozen fudge or, you know, like little bits of chocolate or candy. Maybe, maybe then. Like ice cream isn't a meal. Like I think what you were saying also is like meal, right? Yeah. Like nourishment. But also I would say fudge. Usually I've seen fudge like drizzled on top and it's, I mean, it can be cold because then fudge congeals. What about a frozen banana dipped in chocolate? (laughs) I would argue that is both nourishing and delicious and cold. And cold. What about a very specific banana dipped in chocolate? But maybe your whole take hinges on the frozen (laughs) banana dipped in chocolate. (laughs) Think about it. Um, I think this is a very good point overall, though, especially if you're talking about like, foods that you might crave you know or like Mm -hmm. food that you eat to feel full and to feel nourished like ice cream and frozen bananas can be like comforting but not necessarily nourishing in the way that like a hot meal is Mm -hmm. but is that kind of what you're getting at yeah I also personally hate bananas unless they're in a smoothie so I would never eat that (laughs) oh my that hurts I have like a banana every day by itself oh yeah little eat breakfast morning status have a banana easy (laughs) takes me to lunch easy (laughs) i think i've this made me think about like how few foods i eat cold i know same you're welcome yeah this was a good i didn't say it was a good thing but um but i was just saying david and that's the point of that's more than most people can say i usually don't think much is that what you were getting at? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, does anyone have any last questions, comments, concerns regarding this take? I was going to call it a cold take as a pun, but like, I can't say that because, <laughs> you know, cold takes are a thing. Yeah. I will say there are some things like, 
my in my cultural background, I'm 100% Polish. And I feel like a good amount of the food that I eat is sometimes served cold, like not necessarily room temperature. But I think, I don't know, maybe that's also just something specific to like my heritage and mm-hmm. my culture and my family's culture. So I don't know. But I, I agree with your take overall. Way to attack the polls, man. Your whole take I'm is just so a big middle finger to the polls. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to get discriminated against twice <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> they probably coordinated. Unbelievable. All right. Well, Chantal, would you please restate your take for the audience? Yes. My take is that cold food is not food. And how do y'all feel about that? I agree. Okay. Applicable to me, at least. Yeah. I agree with exceptions. Some just like personal exceptions. Alrighty. I take that. I'm happy with that. <laughs> well, we've discussed three takes plus a warm up take ish, if we consider emails warm up take material. We will now vote on the hottest take. So, Wait, David, are you not giving a hot take? No, ma'am. I mean, I can. I don't think Cameron factored that in. I don't think we. I'm not a significant other, you know. I'm but just I'm just alone in this world in this cold dark world by myself. You said you're Rez's boyfriend. All right. Okay. Um I'll just spitfire one then. <laughs> Cameron, I'm sorry if the, the people want it. Um <laughs> Vegans can't drink water because aquatic animals call it home. Thoughts? Whoa. <laughs> I've been saving that for so long. I'm kind of mad that I put it on this one. <laughs> But yeah, that's my take. Do you mean like any water? No like water. Like water. Like not. What are the fish gonna drink? What are they gonna swim around it if you're drinking all their water? Well, technically, then like vegetables apply to this too, because there's like there's life on like plants. So like, we can't eat saying, anything. Saying, okay. No, we cannot eat anything. But what about rainwater? Mm. I think it they kind of a- have the, the, the monopoly on water. The fish. The fish. They have it. But you know, that's a good point. Like if I put on a bucket for like a few weeks and like a whole lot of water collects, like if they got should. Yeah, I'm not taking it from any animal. It's coming yeah. from a cloud. Okay, I'll give you this. If all water that humans drank was rainwater, good with me but no i'm saying i forgot only vegans can't drink this water vegans can drink all the rainwater they want i can drink any water i want because i'm not vegan but vegans can only drink rainwater how about that so they're on their own just to collect it (laughs) or if some company wants to collect it on behalf of the vegans but you you see where i'm coming from the Dr. Seuss book where they sell bottled air. Oh, it's the Lorax. The Lorax. Yes. Yeah. Mm. That, that gives me, this gives me those vibes. Like, <laughs> Lorax. I'll take I it. 
bottling rainwater to sell exclusively to vegans. Are you going to come out with a Thneed next? <laughs> yes. Like, it's already in the works. Nice. Wait, but yeah, like what about vegetables then? Or is your logic applying to that as well? If they can grow vegetables with rainwater, be my guest. No, but what I'm saying is like there's like insects and stuff that live in like plants. Like, you know, there's some sort of life. insects. Am I right? So just the fish. Do the vegans care about the insects? I guess not. No. You know. <laughs> no. Wait, do you guys do you guys know about this like um lantern fly thing, invasive species that we oh, have yeah, to kill? You're supposed to like kill them on site or something. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like vegans like um who are coming together and protesting the fact that we're being told to like kill this invasive species because they think that it's cruelty against like an animal and it was just like one of those things where i was like okay i just i can't not today hands are out again yeah, see like, isn't that like you to... hear something like that and you're like you deserve to only drink rainwater that you collect yeah. with your own like <laughs> your own effort don't, don't get me wrong i was a vegan for a while but i there's flaws in the system you're I a found know. again pescatarian i found the light Wait, she talks about honey. Because I know honey. I know honey is like a hot debate in the vegan. Like, I'm genuinely yeah. curious. What's your opinion on honey? Like, when you were a vegan, I didn't eat it when I was vegan. Didn't? Okay, no. no, but um, I don't love honey anyway. Like, I'll have it like drizzled on something, but I wouldn't like. It's not like a make or break for me. But I know that for some people, like. Thinking back, so my whole freshman suite, it was six girls, and, like, five of us became vegan at the same time. Wow. We watched a documentary. We were very easily influenced. Impressionable. <laughs> but um, we we talked about that, and we were just, like, think- there was one person who I knew, like, she went to a specific farmer's market who, like, the farmer knew, like, harvested the honey and blah, blah, blah. So, like, she was comfortable doing that. But not like buying it from like a store brand, you know, or just like a regular thing because that's not as holistic and like as environmentally friendly as anti big honey is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anti big honey. Well, that was my take. Uh, I'll reiterate it. And now I feel like, okay, actually, Anne, tell me your take again. Because now uh, I have to vote, right? Hot dogs are not sandwiches. Disagree. Paulina? That tall people should not be in the front of concerts. Disagree. Or the rearranging of the system. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, disagree. Chantal? Cold food is not food. Disagree. That's a, that's a disagree. <laughs> My take is that uh, vegans can't drink water because aquatic animals call it home. How do y'all feel? Hmm. I I'm gonna disagree because I'm in a mood because you disagree with mine. <laughs> hmm. That's fine. That's what this great podcast is about: open and honest debate. You know, David, to bring it full circle, I'm gonna say I feel very underwhelmed. Wow. 
Okay. All right. All right. Your facial expression is very displeased. <laughs> For the people it hurt. who can't see David's facial expression. That hurt. I'm not going to lie to you. I will probably not sleep for the next two nights out of pain. I have a midterm next week and now I'm going to lose sleep. Okay. It's going to fail his midterm. Blame it on the vegans. (laughs) I could blame it on you though. But yeah, you're right. The vegans, am I right? (laughs) Easy, easy. But you didn't say if you agree with my take or not. Uh, I think I disagree. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> well, I think I disagree because you you said only fish. You didn't consider the insects, and that's rude. So, I said aquatic animals. I'm not talking about insects, right? Do you, why do you care so uh, much about insects? Well, why not? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, why is you this your care? thing? No, I'm just curious. Like, why are you only caring about the? I'm gonna ask Rez. Like, what's your th- deal with insects? <laughs> you out here like saving every ant you find in your kitchen? Oh, I actually hate bugs. I was just curious, you know. Okay, okay. This podcast oh, okay, has cool. had so much bias and discrimination. The vegans, the tall people. <laughs> yeah. We'll call it the discrimination episode, you know? <laughs> Whatever we want to call it, we'll call it. Um, like a white woman gets discriminated <laughs> against. White woman um, and white man get discriminated against. It's it's the story, right? It's the story of my life, all right? The Republicans are going to love that one. <laughs> Very tough. Um, all right, so... I know that we've done it a few times, but we're all going to go in a circle again and restate our takes. And then we will give it a moment to think. And we will each say what we thought the hottest take of the pod was. So uh, we'll just go in order of who presented. Uh, My take was that hot dogs are not sandwiches. Um, But I think I'm going to have to say that David's take was the hottest take, even though like we didn't discuss yours the most, but I think yours generated the most resistance. Yeah, it's a classic hot take, isn't it? Paulina. So my take was that tall people shouldn't be allowed at the front of concerts. And I also agree yours was the hottest, David, because it was just Cameron's I was gonna not, hate me. I, I did not absolutely <laughs> hate me. This is the significant <laughs> others podcast. But you are significant, didn't we agree? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I mean, yeah, I wasn't supposed to have it. <laughs> like, it was just so far out of left field. Like I, like I, you know, yours, y'all's fun. reactions were quite funny. Yeah, exactly. Like I think, yeah, we had the most reaction to yours. Sorry, I, I vote yours. Okay, thank you. I guess Chantal, <laughs> I'm in so much trouble. Everyone's gonna hate all of us. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've blundered it away. <laughs> My hot take is that cold food is not food, but I'm gonna. To agree, I'm never going to be allowed. Well, I feel like the yeah, you're never allowed to host. If you think about it this way, David, you were here before all of us, so I feel like you also have a role. In some ways, I am more significant to your others than all of y'all. So do with that what you will. Crazy, David. I've known Cameron since kindergarten. I've known Corey since I was four. I've known Rez since first grade. I mean. Y'all, y'all are literally moving in together. Come on. Yeah, I'm moving in with Rez. It's like it all culminated to this moment where I got to tell all of their girlfriends that I matter more. So maybe I should have had a take. But if Cameron asks, y'all all have to say that you wanted me to give a take. Um, 
my hottest take obviously was that aquatic animals you can't like vegans can't drink water because aquatic animals call it home i've already won hottest take which sucks for me um i'm sorry cameron i think that chantal's was the hottest and the coldest uh-huh. i had to i had to make that joke but, um, uh, but yeah thank you um i thought that was the hottest um i i would go so far as to say if i hadn't have been compelled to give my own fantastic take that it would have won so great take but great takes everybody um this has been the significant others slash plus david podcast I hope you enjoyed Hot Takes, High Stakes. Outro. Plump Goops Podcast.